Bronan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the Zomundo podcast. In the golden age of podcasts, there was but one undreamed of. And unto this Zumundo, destined to wear the crown of pop culture upon a troubled brow. You are now listening to Doolin and Keith on the Zumundo Podcast. And welcome to Zumundo Podcast episode 4. 16. 16 episodes. I'm starting. That's we're getting high up in the number count, man. I'm starting to lose count of the that's episode number we're on. Episode number 16. 16. 16. Welcome to Zamundo, guys. I'm Doolin. And I'm Keith. And we're going to jump into some pop culture stuff here in just a few minutes tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh, we had to mix up our schedule here a little bit because uh, I, I got some things going on on the normal nights that we record, and Keith's going to be out of town. Yes. The following week, so we had we had to kind of we had to shuffle some things around. So uh, we're uh, we're we're not on at the normal time tonight. Uh, we unfortunately, had to we we got to skip over Comic Man and well, actually, Chuck tonight. So we are on at the normal time tonight, but not but not as for, not right. from where we're standing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're back to the future again. Back to the future again. Well, actually, we're we're moving to the future. The whole world is, con- we're all time traveling. Together, together on this tiny planet, on this tiny planet, it's a big planet on this planet. little blue marble spinning out in space. Pretty freaky, middle of nowhere. Just kind of makes you, kind of makes you think, man. We're all on a journey together. We're all on this journey together. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. How's your week? Been, we started. Man? We started pontificating. Yeah. <laughs> My week's been good, man. Uh, let's see. What do we? Well, we. It's only Monday right now, so it was really not more than like what three, four days ago we were doing this. So Thursday night, yeah. now we're. We're on Monday. Um, we're doing it again. We're doing it again. Um, yeah, man. So not really a whole lot. Just had a had a nice weekend with uh, with the girlfriend, and uh, I worked and it, it rolled back around on Monday, and here we are. I feel like we had a super busy weekend. I was pretty busy. I think. Yeah, um, yeah. I know. I went to the gym Saturday. Uh, didn't do much. You know, did some yoga. Mm-hmm. Had some sushi last night. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, a new roll that I never had before. It's yeah. it's like uh, I don't know. There's no rice. It's wrapped in cucumber. Like they like mm. took a almost like a potato peeler and like that made like a circle cool if of you're, cucumbers. I'm gonna have to try that since I'm trying to stay low carb and stuff. Super right? yeah. probably low carb. It was uh, it was pretty awesome. Um, hmm. It was big though, like physically big. So it was a lot of food. Yeah, you know, I take a couple bites. I'm full. So that's a good thing. <laughs> Trying to uh, lose some weight for trying, the, uh, trying to lose for some weight road trying to, to yeah, for the road to Dragon Con. I mean, we got Dragon Con coming up here in a couple of weeks, and uh, yeah, yeah, I just I can't. We talked about it last week a little bit, so I won't yeah. harp on it too much this week. But yeah, man, I'm super excited. We're getting a little bit closer. We're yes. moving. We're moving in for the kill, man. We got uh, only a <laughs> couple more, couple more weeks left, and we got all types of. Uh, we got some great uh, celebrities that are going to be there. We got our cosplays all picked out. And yeah, really for the most part, a resource in their products and. Mm-hmm. Getting their costumes together—that's pretty crazy. Yeah, and being gonna, costume for mm-hmm. the first time, pretty yeah, much. And ever. You're, you're gonna you're gonna make some uh, you're gonna make some uh, some content for our YouTube channel, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna do. Um, if anybody's seen any of those costume, just one of the basic, like showing all the costumes and meeting the people. Yeah, saying hi, probably a few selfies here and there. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we'll do like one of those 
set to music or something. So, you know, you don't yeah. have to listen to me be like, hi, what's her name? You know? Uh, yeah. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah. We'll do some cool stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. So to kind of just show the show overall what's going yeah, on. Yeah, what's going on there. And I know, you know some places you can't film. Like if I'm hanging out with William Shatner, I'm not necessarily yeah, yeah, allowed yeah. to film it. Not that he's going to be there. I don't know. Well, and then, you know, if we're feeling uh, if we're feeling up to it, maybe we'll do an episode from Dragon Con. Who knows? I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Like we said. Um, maybe we'll do it like early on Thursday or something before everybody before gets there. The before the wrestling. Yeah, before we go to wrestling that night. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be cool. Well, um, so we're going to move to Brews News and Reviews here in just a few minutes. But before we do that, um, I hate I hate it when we have to do this. And I always say, like, oh, yeah, you know, we, we you know, let's let's we'll make this a, a thing like a segment. But hopefully it's a segment we don't have to did do too often. Away? So I did pass away. So we're going to do a Zumundo what? toast and raise our glasses as we uh, <laughs> say a fond farewell to uh, uh, Mark Margolis passed away. I think it was actually last week, but I missed it on last week's episode. So actor Mark Margolis was 83 years old. Now, you might not know his name, but you know his face. Um, he was best known uh, more recent in the more recent years for playing the role of Hector Salamanca on Breaking Bad. So, Oh, he yeah. was just in the show we were watching the yeah. other day. Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. He played the same yeah. role. You... Um you mentioned him. I forgot about that. Yeah, he was born in uh, 1939. Yeah, so he was he was 83 years old. Um, but uh, you know, it's, it, like I said, it's one of those things. If I if I if you give you a name like Johnny Depp or Keanu Reeves or you know, he was uh, in Scarface. Jim Carrey, um, I mean, he's been in some. Big, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. I was yeah. going to tell you. Yeah, but I mean, but he's it, but he's one of those guys that like he's he's got a little little bit in just about any movie you can think of because he's one of those character actors that just kind of filled out the roles. <laughs> you know really what I is. mean? Ace Ventura. Um, so yeah, so yeah. some of his, uh, he made his first appearance on screen in 1976. He was that character actor. Scarface, as you said, he was in Glory, the Matthew Broderick oh, Civil wow. War movie. Really? Tales from the I Dark like Side, which we just, we just watched. We just watched that. That was hilarious. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Also a Ventura. Movie. That guy. Yeah, you know? Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mickey Blue Eyes, End of Days with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow. Um, yeah. He was also in the 2003 Dude. Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. He was in that crazy movie Pie. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as far as television goes, like I said, Breaking Bad, Better Call, Better Call Saul in the more recent years. But he was also on uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Really? Uh, Guiding Light, uh, Law and Order, uh, and and the HBO series Oz. So, I mean, the dude this has been all over. He's been yeah. all over, man. So he's... Uh, Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's been on everything, man. Yeah. He's like Johnny Cash. He's like the Johnny Cash dude. of the movie world. He's been everywhere, man. That's pretty wild, man. Yeah. Well, I've been everywhere, man. So... Um, so we're gonna we're gonna raise our glasses and do a, a cheers and say thank you to Mark Margolis. Yeah, thank you for leaving behind a huge body of work for you to see on the other side, brother. Mm-hmm. All right, now that we got that out of the way, uh, you got yeah, we did talk we got, about that last week. That's we got crazy. some brews, we got some news, and we got some reviews, don't we? Uh, all of the above. All right, let's hit it. Uh. And now, brews, news, and reviews. It stinks. It does stink sometimes. Sometimes. All right. You want to kick off with the news? You want me to start? Do you want to start? Um, who uh, who okay. talks first? You talk first? I talk well, first. Well, first of all, Bruce, I'm having a Dogfish Head 90-minute IPA. It's it's just, you know, it's a classic. I, I've even mentioned this beer a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's awesome. It was funny because we were just talking. You never see it. And then, boom, it just magically appeared. Oh, like in front of me. It's like, <laughs> oh, like, oh, hey, oh. I have to buy this. 
Um, but yeah, I think when it comes to the standards of 90 minute IPAs, you know, you got the stone, you got the dogfish head. Mm -hmm. There's several others out there where they're, you know, they're stronger than the seven percenters. They're like in the eight, nine, you know, they're heavier beers. Right. They also have a lot of calories in them for not the best for watching weight, <laughs> but I freaking absolutely think it's the best tasting one of the, uh, the run, obviously 120 minute, they have ages and specifically over you can have those bottles for 10 years and then drink them so they're going to taste a lot different so you can't really compare the flavors right sure but as far as consistency and deliciousness dogfish had 90 minute i salute you all right <laughs> cheers man yeah. awesome yeah, glad, glad what, what, are you, what are you drinking nothing today? special man i'm just uh I, yeah for for tonight just i just got the tito's and tonic going man it's a that's handmade a, cocktail it's a handmade cocktail with some handmade just a little vodka. just a little something to sip on while we sit here and record man no, so nothing cool. special yeah. tonight yeah yeah that's uh that's fine so all that, right, but that's the, the news, man. I've got I've got pretty much all gaming news. I got one entertainment. Let me do that first. Okay. So, Hayden Christensen, better known as not Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker. I don't like sand. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. He was Darth Vader for ten minutes in the last movie, right? Um, but he's <laughs> well, gonna, he also he also came back for Obi Wan, the Obi Wan uh, series. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he's um, well, he's coming back for the Ahsoka show. He's gonna do some Ooh, either is, is Vader on the show or voiceover or dialogue. I I don't uh, interesting. Well, I don't know enough about these. Well, this way, well, it's interesting. She, she Why would Order sixty six? Right? Yeah. So I wonder if it's a flashback or something because if Could he's be. if it's Anakin. if it's Vader, I mean Hayden Christensen is not the voice of Vader. Like that's either either James Earl Jones James or Earl, or I, I think James Earl Jones is like kind of officially retired from all from doing Vader. Possibly. Yeah. Um, I mean the dude's really old. Um, he was good though. But I think they. I think at this point they either have like a sound alike or somebody voicing Vader because it's not Hayden Christensen's voice, obviously for it's Vader. Probably, well, let's be realistic. It's probably yeah. AI now, but <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably accurate. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think he's actually doing Anakin, so I don't know if he can talk like his because he's a, wonder, he's an adult now, you know. So I don't yeah. know if he'd be like hi. So it would have to be. Hey. It would have to you be know. flashbacks then. It might be voiceover for flashbacks i wonder how I that's know. gonna work i read a little thing and it said people are really excited about it i'm like that's kind of a random thing to get excited about but hey hmm. star wars everybody loves the wars um hmm. cool well I'll, I'll jump into some unless you want to do you got anything um the only thing i'm gonna i was going to talk about was also in the realm of entertainment and uh uh uh, actress Rachel Ziegler uh, catching some heat on the internet right now. Like not she is, Renee Zellweger. Not Renee Zellweger. Rachel, Rachel. Zegler, okay. who is uh, playing uh, the role of Snow White in ah, the live yes. action remakes. Um, she's kind of having this press tour right now, um, promoting Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and apparently just like. I don't know if it was well, what right she now. said or the way she said it that just kind of lit a firecracker under everybody's ass. Right on now. the internet, yeah. Yeah, on the internet. Like, I mean, if you scroll TikTok, it's everybody like, I don't like this woman, you know? Hmm. Um, so, I mean, so I guess I guess she said some things about, like, the original Snow White, like, just kind of giving off the impression that, like, Oh, you know, you know, it's just it's not 1937 anymore. Well, she's we not that. dreaming about true love. She wants to be a boss, you know, like that kind of thing. And there's a lot of people that are just like, and a lot of people I'm have chimed boss. in. Like, if you don't like the original, why did you sign up well, to star in the remake? Okay, you know so what I mean? A couple things. I, I'm going to defend her a little bit, right? Okay, go. She, she did mention in an interview that the movie scared her, and there were some scary parts in the cartoon, right? Like the witch and stuff, and the magic and all that. So okay. that might have been what she was referring to, and people kind of misunderstood her. Um, That's not what she was referring to. I, look, look, <laughs> okay. look. The movie, it also surfaced some pictures of her wearing Snow White outfits while she was a little kid and stuff. 
So she obviously knows Snow White and likes Snow White, right? Mm-hmm. So unless somebody just put her in a, hey, you're going to be Snow White for Halloween, right? Yeah. So you can't say that she's not familiar with the the content, right? Sure. Uh, or it didn't scare her and she watched it once. She just said she hadn't seen it in a long time. So th- that's kind of, I don't know, both sides of that. Mm-hmm. Look, it's not 1937 anymore. I agree. It's a, it's, a, it's, we're in the future now. We're back to the future. But um, the prince didn't save Snow White in the first movie either. Well, the prince was barely in it. That's well, the that's thing. That's the whole point. So like, if, if you do, if you did want to change the story, they could have just wrote them out, honestly. Well, and nobody would have noticed. Well, and that's, she even said that too. She was like, she was like, oh, we would just, we might just end up writing them out entirely. Like, yeah. we don't know yet. Like, you know, I don't think anybody would have cared either. I don't like, know. But, anyways, what he, like, and personally, like, I, I don't, I don't really, I'm just reporting. Like, I don't yeah, care yeah. about any of this stuff because I'm, I'm not the target demographic for all of these Disney remakes. The I'm, only thing I'm, that really I'm, has me steamed is I'm just. I'm not a the, kid anymore. I don't yeah. Watch I'm not that. a kid yeah. anymore. Like, I don't have any children. I don't watch this stuff. The only thing that kind of has me steamed isn't so much the fact that they're doing the remakes, it's just the lack of originality. For like all the movies they're putting out, like they can you know, make a different movie. That's what I would want you to do. Like just make it. They can make a better movie. Make a new <laughs> movie. Well, they did a they did a Snow White and the Huntress. Was that it? Yeah, but that wasn't Disney. No, that but was, it was still the Snow White story in modern times, and like Snow White had like Snow White a sword and, and stuff. And, yeah, and like that movie flopped if i remember so yeah, it's like maybe it's just a Snow white Snow white and the huntsman i think and That's then a, they yeah. actually did a sequel to it but then there was <laughs> oh there was a whole thing with Kristen stewart i think the actress's yes, name is yeah. there was a whole thing with her and like the director it was she had to be removed from it well, so the she, second movie she wasn't even in it like snow white the character snow white wasn't even in the sequel i'm not i'm which not is weird. diving into people's personal lives too much on here but she had some things come out she, there were some stuff. things yeah, like yeah, that's that's not my business. But um, that's none of my business. None of my business. But you know, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Uh, she's, she's always got that weird look on her face. I can't take Kristen Stewart seriously. Like, if I met her, I wonder if she just like talked to me and looked confused the whole time. She might. It'd that be might like, be her default setting. Like some people like, have resting bitch face. Right, she has resting, resting confused, confused face. Yeah. RCF. Like, uh, like <laughs> maybe, bro. Like, hmm. yeah, it's kind of weird. But anyway, um, you know, I, I wish all these people the best in their endeavors with all this acting and striking and striking acting and <laughs> directing and stuff. But uh, yeah, this movie, um, I'm hearing rumors that it might get canceled. What the Snow White movie? Yeah, in the sense no. of a theatrical release. Oh, this there's no truth to this yet. That's just a rumor. But to recoup the amount of money that these movies cost to make now, because things are very expensive. They are very. They expensive almost have now. to go to theaters, you know, and make a yeah. billion dollars. Well, because they tried that with Mulan. I think they tried to do like the split, like both theatrical and okay. streaming release. And Mulan, from what I understand, lost a lot of well, money. Unfortunately, so they made the 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 Predator movie Prey, right? Yeah, and I it, heard that it, was actually pretty good. And though. went straight to that exact. That's what I was going to say. It went to streaming, didn't get a theatrical release, and people have argued that that was a mistake. It probably should have gone to the theaters because it was it was well better received than um, was expected. But honestly, I saw it on TV, and I didn't mind seeing it on TV and not in the theater. Right. Um, it was cool. I dug it. You know. Uh, yeah, I've been wanting to watch it. But Except that they ruined part of the canon of the story, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, so that's that, that was anyways just what I was getting at was just a. Uh, People big mad at Rachel Ziegler. That was that was yeah. essentially the story. So I mean that'll that'll blow over in a couple of days. I'm sure. I'm sure the news cycle's fast. I'm I'm not mad at her, but I'm not mad at anybody over there. So yeah, 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 exactly. So it's, it's not like it's, like you said, it's not our. Yeah, we're just not the target audience for it. No, yeah, I'm not a little yeah. kid watching Disney movies anymore. Yeah, although Disney, I still watch. But you do have a, but you do have a daughter though, who's who's of, who is of the age to watch. Yeah, those I mean, things. if she likes it, then she likes yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's a bit allegorical, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
All right. Now, I'm quoting Chaucer right. from uh, A Knight's Tale there. You, you quote a lot of movies. Lot. I do. All right. You, you said you got some game news. All right. We got a lot of game news. All right. Everybody grab a Snickers. Grab a Snickers. So Titan Quest 2 just got announced. Okay. Titan Quest. You ever play it? No. Oh, my gosh. It's on everything now. Like, they brought it back. Is that it's, no, no, that's a bad. I can't make that joke. A, Never ARPG, <laughs> right? Okay. Kind of like Diablo, but it's uh, a lot of Greek mythology. They go to, like, you go from, like, Greece. I like Greek mythology. Um, I think you go to Egypt and Asia and stuff too, and it, it's pretty cool, but real heavy on like the Spartans are in it and stuff like that. It's pretty neat. Okay. Really cool interactive uh, character building where you can multi-class and I stuff. I like it. I like um, it. So you don't have to just be a fighter. Like it's not like you lock in like Diablo to the barbarian. That's all you get. You can kind of build your dude and you can respect, I think too. Um, anyway, the first one was amazing. It's got a bunch of expansions. Like the fans even like patched the game and stuff after it was supported. So, I mean, it's a really big, big game. Um, mm-hmm. Probably, possibly, in the contender for the best ARPG of all time, okay. I would say. All know, right. According to a lot of people. All right. Interesting. And I loved it. I, it was great. Um, okay. All right. Baldur's Gate 3 um, is out. Everybody's playing it. Uh, it. I want... It's not available on Xbox yet. No. You they know had what? some development issues, you and know, I really want to play it. And my guess is the probably why is the same thing why Diablo takes like a minute to get on console. It's just because they're made for like point and click, you know, with a mouse. Right. And you know, you don't point and click on a mouse on Xbox. Uh, that's my guess. Anyway. Um, what was the other game that they redid like that? Obviously Diablo being one, there's another one too, but yeah, it took a little longer to do it. So that's my guess there, but, but it's all over the place. People are character creation talking mm-hmm. about it. Like it's very in depth. Um, and it's getting really good, uh, praises. It was made by the same company that created divinity. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that game. Um, divinity i'm so not familiar with divinity that was on consoles um larian studios so everybody's asking me like well what are you going to do next right and there's a rumor that they might do divinity 3 which mm-hmm. would be really cool um i played a little bit of the divinity games they get very uh bogged down's not the thing like there's a lot of side quests where you're just kind of going to dead ends and you can't solve problems like it's not linear right right um so the, you know it's it's a lot it's a lot of game it's just really a lot of game uh, and it's a big game, but that's cool. Um, so pick up Baldur's Gate if you're into that. If you're not, you know, okay, then don't. The one I'm really excited for here, though. Uh, well, actually, on that note, since we we're talking about Di- we mentioned Diablo, there's Blizzard. Sure. Blizzard's doing a season 29 for Diablo three. This game's been out forever, right? Yeah. Um, it's gonna bring in some stuff like a solo mode where nobody can like trade weapons and stuff. It's inc- increasing their Paragon points um, by a lot, I think. Uh, there's some balance issues, bug stuff that they're doing, and that's going to be going on on like August 15th ish through, okay. you know, through so, the end of the month. So they're, like, they're updating. So it and basically stuff. by the time this so airs, so, yeah. the, the games, what, what I think that is, is like, it's a send off to the game because they're probably not going to support it anymore. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, it's been out for some years now. Right. So, I mean, sometimes God, it's just I'd time, it it's time up, to put the game to bed, you know, and I say this is the dude that's been playing Skyrim for like the past 12 years, but you know, <laughs> and you're still excited for the new update. On and it. Yeah. I am still excited for that. Yep. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, you're not allowed to talk about this. Um, no, I'm kidding. But okay. A couple game. Okay. Games that are out now. Um, wrestling quest, man. It's not. Yeah, tell me more about Wrestling Quest because, like, you know, we're both old school wrestling fans. I love like, it. We're going to see wrestling at Dragon Con. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're, yeah. We've got wrestling cosplays. We're gonna do for that. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to learn more about Wrestling Quest. Okay, Wrestling Quest is a classic JRPG made in the 16-bit style. So this is gonna be just like. You- okay. All right. So it's like it's like old school Final Fantasy yes. type. So it's gonna okay. be a turn-based combat system. A wrestling Which game. Sounds that's crazy. A, so it's just like oh, like. 
Oh, I need to drop an elbow. Like, go to special move. Mod- oh, I only have 16 energy points left. I can't do that. Possibly, right? Okay. There's a lot we don't know, right? So use classic characters. And, like, apparently people are giving you advice. Like, real wrestlers. Um, Andre the Giant and stuff is in it. You know, that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't know how they license all these things, like classic wrestling versus WWE and all that. Um, but they're they're actually not opposed to doing, like, updates in the future and putting, like, newer guys in there, right? Okay. Um but you go through like your adventure career, you can be a healer face. There's like a meter, you know, like mm-hmm. if you start being a bad guy and your guy is, is red and green. I think I figured this out from the pictures. So like your good guy is green and your bad guy's red and like your, your pads on your knees and your, your boots and like your wrist things, like an old school wrestler, like they change color as you like go one way or the other mm-hmm. maybe. So that's kind of cool. It's kind of like fable in that way. Right. Um, but it looks like all the classic ones, like, um, there's some cool environments like Secret of Mana, or um, which is an ARPG that's different. But uh, what's the one? Chrono Trigger. Kind of reminds me of Chrono Trigger because there's like worlds you actually go through. It's not just being in the ring, and, and it's not a wrestling simulator. It's like a real JRPG game. Okay. Um, which looks cool. And like Andre, like one of the moves, like Andre the Giant comes and picks up the <laughs> ring and slams everybody. The down. whole ring. The whole ring. That's yeah. listen. So, he was a strong guy, um, but that's not, still pretty funny though. But just to know what you're getting into. So it was delayed a couple of weeks. Um, and it's it's pre you can pre-order it on xbox right now i know okay um it's this is a definite play for me but um they're fixing that and uh they, they actually brought sergeant slaughter the wrestler okay into like he was like part of making the game like he, he said he gave ideas and input um which is cool and he was like excited to be there i saw a little interview with them and the, the guys who made the game so that's kind of awesome, right? You cool. get like a real wrestler who's also yep. a GI Joe. Right? <laughs> he's now he's. I never understood. Yeah, I never understood that crossover, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, you know, it's Sergeant Slaughter. He's he's you know he's on a journey, which is cool. Uh, I'm not in a GI Joe wrestling and video game format yet. You know, give me time. Anyway, so that's cool. It's yep. a play for me, like I said, and uh, more more to follow on that okay. as it comes out. Um, THQ Nordic, which we like THQ because they made awesome wrestling games back in the day. WrestleMania 2000. Oh, WWF so No Mercy. So good. So good. And they, of course, the WCW versus NWO. Revenge. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah, those are the best. Anyway, they're doing a TMT, TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, the last Ronin video game. Okay. Uh, they announced that at an event this month. It's a comic series. It's based off a comic series from 2020. Is this, uh, okay, TMNT, Super The Last dark. Ronin, uh, this is the one where Raphael was the only Ninja Turtle is left the alive. One? They're all dead, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's where the story picks up. So yeah. he is the only one left, and he's kind of like a one-turtle uh, one vigilant. One-man army, basically, like, it's, out there patrolling the streets. of. He's like Batman at this point. So it's, I don't know if about the, but this it's, like, specifically kind of a revenge story. Yeah, that's yeah, which yeah, is yeah. cool. Um, that's cool. I, I, like that. Yeah, I mean that's a great. I mean that's a great yeah. jumping off point for a story. Yeah, pretty wild. Um, so that's interesting. I don't know anything about it. But it's uh twenty twenty four maybe. I, I don't remember the date. Don't okay. call me on that. Uh, and another awesome franchise that's been semi role playing and semi not. South Park's getting a new game. Okay. Yeah. South like, Park has some good games out there, man. Yeah, the fractured um, but whole. Uh, that's the that's the part the two. Well, there stick was of truth, the truth. Right? Stick of truth was the first one. Yeah. Um, fractured but whole. Which is, yeah. The which, fractured, which was the second one, which was like the direct whole. sequel to Stick of Truth, and it wasn't as good. Yes. So I played them both. Okay. I know um, we played one, and they call you New Kid. Yeah. Yeah. New Kid. Yeah. 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 Um, well, this one's called Snow Day. Okay. So obviously get a day off from school. Is go it, book, is buck it wild. Turn-based RPG like the other I ones. I don't know. Okay. It's four-player co-op. 
I do know that. So it's okay. not turn-based RPG, most likely. Okay. Um, it kind of looked like an ARPG, or a, maybe it's like a 3D platform. There, There's people making 3D platformers again, kind of mm. like the N64 okay. yep. Mario Spyro it. type thing. I'm on board. So it could be along those veins. I don't know. Um, but there's no school, so let's have an adventure, basically, is like the point of that game. It's going to okay. be wild. Um, Everything probably takes place over the course of one day, if yeah, I had to guess. Possibly, yeah. I don't know. Snow day. But oh dude, we used to love snow days as kids, man. Oh man, it was the best, right? That was that was like wild. There was one time we were off school for like a I mean, week. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know, but I can only I can dude, imagine snow days are so much fun. Especially because it usually well, you dumped, lived, you yeah. lived up in Maryland for yeah, like yeah. the first part of so, your childhood. Like if, before if we you got moved a snow here, day, so. it was usually a pretty decent amount of snow. And yeah. obviously this is not like New York where it's just like snow it's like South Park, right? Snow all the time in yeah. the wintertime. But man, we had like a week. This must have been the late 80s or early 90s where we were off for like two weeks. It was crazy. It was like winter vacation, but we also had winter vacation. Right. It was nuts, man. We were ice skating. Like kids had ice skates. The snow like had frozen over at one point. So yeah. they were ice skating where the snow used to be. And then it snowed again on top of on the top snow. On top of it. Oh, it that's nuts, awesome. Yeah. So you had like a layer of ice and then like a layer of yeah. snow on top and of it. And then a layer of snow. On it. it was just like the wildest thing. Like <sighs> everything shut down. It was great. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, me having grown up in Florida, like you know, I never really got to experience that growing up. And so yeah, when I right. moved up in uh, the mountains of North Carolina, lots like, of snow, you, right? Dude, oh, I loved it, man. I was like a kid out there, like playing in the snow. It was like me and my uh, my then stepson, like we're out there playing in the snow, like a bunch of little kids. And like it was cool for him because he was a kid, but I was like experiencing that for the first time, though. You know. Yeah. So, anyways, I didn't mean to get you off track. Remember, South no, Park, just, South Park. Yeah, snow days. Like, yeah. So that's kind of exciting, right? Mm-hmm. But that's all I got for news today. Um, cool. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I I have some really big news. Oh, you got more news. A, uh, a certain um, superhero has been unmasked to the world. Batman? No, better, bigger than Batman. Man. Who wears a mask? Tony Stark. Uh, well, not 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 a literal mask, but a metaphorical mask. See, this superhero um, uh, came to us about a month or so ago, and she was known simply as the Crazy Plain Lady. Oh <laughs> snap! I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so um, she's not crazy. Well, I don't, so uh, Tiffany Gomez uh, apparently is her name. Uh, she has uh, stepped forward now that her 15 minutes are up, and now made <laughs> certain 15 minutes she wanted. Though, yeah, sure. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't really, it wasn't really on on her terms, and uh, she has uh, released a a pot, po- like coming forward, telling like this is my name. So you got to tell everybody, I am. everybody who. All right. So why why? All right. Is so she in case thing? you didn't know, so Tiffany Gomez um, was known last month on this TikTok viral video. Um, just she just became known as the crazy plane lady. Now she had this huge emotional outburst where she stormed off the plane, telling everybody that the plane is gonna blow up if you stay on this. And that mother effer in the back. I'm telling you right now is not real. I don't think she used the words blow up because you can't say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was she was getting off the plane. Yeah. She was like, I just don't, I don't feel safe here. Kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I um, mean, she was telling that she was telling you where the plane isn't safe. Um, and so like, which, which lets everybody oh, ask, I'll, I'll probably get off too. I'm I like, mean, what if, the, if somebody's yelling at them? Uh, yeah. Well, it led know. a lot of people to ask like questions because we, 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 we had her face, we had her rant, but nobody really knew like who she was or what the hell she was going on about. Like, that's a big mysterious world question. Like, what do you mean that dude's not real? Like, you know, is, is he, he like a robot? Is he an alien? 
Is he a lizard person? Uh, that's what I like, thought. You know I, what I immediately mean? was like, but oh, that's, lizard that, person there was, a, there was like a ton of speculation about that. Like, who, he's a secret wars shapeshifter. Like, like, what do you what do you mean that dude is not real? Oh, this is hilarious, so this was dude. so this was like the huge viral thing, and everyone was like, oh, she's crazy, crazy plain lady. And so, like, well, they call her that me- happened, mental health breaks or mental health out there. I, I I hate to say everything's mental health because that sounds so like yeah yeah. I mean, she she could be she could just be drunk. And that, and a lot of people said she was drunk. A lot of people get anxiety because um, it's not like she was slurring her word. A lot of people get anxiety for flying, right? Right. So you're already like a little nervous, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm like I'm so nice to everybody. I'm giving everybody an out here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people that said she was drunk. You know, and maybe that's the case or whatever. But it's just like I've been drunk on a plane. But before, but we yeah. all but we all had questions. And if you like scoured not the internet, that. everybody had like. They're like, oh, I know what she was talking about. And you go and you watch their like 20 minute long video and they didn't really know what the hell she was yeah, talking about. It yeah. was just like basically designed no, to get clicks. So I don't know why I think this, but like I, I thought that she saw somebody's like face change or something in front of her. That's what people have speculated. Okay, maybe that's, that's right. the thing. I, I must it's have been only, like falling asleep all, to a YouTube video or something. It's yeah. all speculation. Like yeah. nobody really knows. So finally, you know, about a, about a month and changes past, like people are now have now kind of started to. They also, can sadly, I, they can't finish. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but sadly, they dox this lady found out. I, I'm happy with never knowing who she was. Well, you know I didn't I mean? care. Like, I yeah, didn't really yeah. care. Um, so, but you know, people had finally kind of started to forget. They move on to the next thing. Once the next viral video, you know how the internet works. Like, you mm-hmm. know, things are hot for about 15 minutes and then they cool off and we forget about that. So we would just kind of started to forget about this lady. And now she like makes this, this video where she comes out and apologizes. And I thought to myself like, Oh, mm. is she going to tell us what the hell she saw on the internet so, or on the internet on the airplane. So she I came out and says this. Been- I should have been in control of my emotions, and that was not the case. My use of profanity was completely unnecessary. Should drop MF, right? And oh yeah. I want to apologize to everyone on that plane. Should apologize to everyone on the plane, especially those who had children on board, because I said uh-huh. bad words. Anyways, well, that was so nice of her. Yeah. I well, guess. this is that's great. You know, whatever you you apologize for saying the bad words, but like I that. don't care. You shouldn't be cussing in front of the kids. But I'm like. Bitch, what did you see? What did you see on the plane that prompted well, that's that? That's the like, other thing. Like, if what she saw was really something so messed up, yeah, maybe she did need to drop some MFers. But in then, front if, of this then if that's <laughs> and then if that's the case, uh, I mean, she's she's already coming out like, oh, she's like, oh, I was not in control of my emotions. Is, why weren't you? Well, what, okay, so what's I mean, and she didn't. So it, it's it seems to me like she's trying to well, position herself back into the spotlight. Maybe this is her 15 minutes. She wants to capitalize on it. Yeah. Maybe. Well, here you go. You say you get the apology. The next thing you know, I don't know. Good morning, America. So then calls you and she's like, Hey, we want to do an interview. I feel like she's like, like a marketing lady. Me. You know what I mean? Like maybe, she's maybe, like, she's know. just like, Oh, I can capitalize on this, which is fine. But just tell me what you saw. That's all I care about. I don't care about that. Why didn't the guy's video go back to the dude who she was talking about? That's something I wondered about they, that they, video. They pan back and then they, they keep it on her. I'm like, yeah. what, what dude? I'd be like, what guy's an alien? I would have asked her, what guy's an alien? Yeah, yeah. or whatever, right? Or at least I think I would have. I don't. I wasn't there, so I can't. Yeah. Interesting. Anyways, so that is. I uh, can't believe that's news. That is the that, that's <laughs> that. Well, that's news uh, on this show, anyways. I know, which right? is we're not re- we're not real news. So. <laughs> uh, you want to do a review? Yes. Let's let's get to the review, man. So, <laughs> we're, we're over this silliness, we're, right? We're, we're yeah. 
Um, bringing you your latest so we, TikTok videos. We went Monday. back. We went back and watched a uh, a, a less recent movie, uh, something that we, we both been kind of wanting to get to uh, seeing for a while. Instant classic, man. When Instant, I watched it, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so this came out in 2021, so two years ago. This was uh, Nobody with Bob Odenkirk, man, and I thought this was a pretty awesome movie. Oh, good. I love this movie. Did you like I it too? Absolutely love this movie. Oh, yeah. it, it, you know, it was um, it bloody. Yeah, satisfying. Uh, you know, just tells it, it, it's it's nothing new, but it just kind of tells the story of a man whose bloody past has caught up with him. Seemingly mild manners, mild manners, mild mannered suburban yeah. house husband with a respectable job on the surface. I mean, we've all seen that story before. Yeah, it's the it's a trope, right? But I feel like we. It was. I, I was happy to have something familiar after the last couple of years of movies. You know what well, I mean? What do you mean? What, by I, mean, familiar, what like? I mean by familiar is like a new story served. I mean, like a, I'm sorry, a classic story served up a little bit differently. Can we compare this to a couple of movies? Sure, go for it. So I'm gonna. I'm not gonna compare it to the one you think I am because they're made by the same guy who made John Wick. But okay, Taken. Right? Yeah, okay. the first Taken movie, right? They like well, it's steal funny, his Liam daughter. Neeson doesn't look like a tough guy, and he's right. tall. Well, but that's it, you know. I mean, he's been in a bunch. Of, I mean, dude was in Kroll. He's a badass, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but he's like still that guy. His family knows, right? His marriage collapsed yeah, because yeah, of yeah. it. All this stuff, right? And this, the, you know, so a little bit different. But they take his daughter, so he's like, okay, flicks the switch, ultimate revenge. I'm killing everybody involved, right? Yeah, which is 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 made for a great series of movies actually, mm-hmm. right? Like three movies. Well, this one's a little bit different where he, his family might not know his background, right? Like John wick. I assume his wife maybe knew he was this hitman's crazy assassin at one point mm-hmm. that worked at the continental or what, you know what I mean? Like the whole thing is like John wick is way over the top, right? Sure. Taken is none of these are believable, but taken is like kind of scary. And like you, you, the family's involved. So like, it's a revenge. I feel motif. like taken was the first in the line of movies like John. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like we've always had these sort of like action movies similar, or whatever, but right? like in, in the modern times, like taken was like the first but, one that came up with these like sort of seemingly mild mannered, unassuming dudes yeah. that kind of step up and kinda are like her hard asses. Honestly, you know? like, it, it kind of harkens back to like your diehards and stuff, right? Bruce yeah, Willis. that was that's the what I was thinking of. Yeah, Bruce Willis doesn't come out. He doesn't look, look super he doesn't, bravado. He doesn't look like super tough and obviously the, worked out for the movies and stuff. But yeah. like, it just seems like a a beat cop from New York. Yeah, who just happens to be at Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> happens to be the only guy who gets out. Yeah, happens to now have a machine gun. You know, like happens to save the day, right? Glass. We need, glass. We need, when we get around to Christmas, we really need to do like a special oh, yeah. Die Hard episode. Oh, we'll we, get to I that. I could talk I about the movie for days, but anyway, but kind of like Charles Bronson, unassuming, vigilante kind of BA, Death from Wish back kind of, yeah, death this wish kind of a different. Death Wish kind of movie. But, yeah, but yeah. anyway, let's get back to nobody because that's where yeah, we're reviewing yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, there's a lot of movies to compare it to, but um, I like the way they did it here. It's different, right? It reminds me of the first Indiana Jones, you know, where where they're doing the truck thing mm-hmm. and like he gets shot in the arm and the dude's like punching the arm. Like this dude gets hurt in this movie, you know? Yeah. And he's not, not feeling good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, everybody gets hurt. Like, and, and the, the, so the film style is really cool. The way it's like filmed the sound when they're like fighting, it's, push, push, you know, big, like it's not super crazy Kung mm-hmm. Fu, like 50 punches, everybody, no, you know, there's no blood. Like, I mean, this is a pretty, bang up movie you know he gets mm-hmm. thrown through some glass in the beginning nice um and i think it's like the thing that that sets him off though is the trope is like it's not like a dire like oh 
you stole my family or well, you it, did, was, it was just something more minor that well, just it was like, off, well, right? it's like, so, we, so there's, um, I think we can spoil the movie two years yeah. later. So there's like, uh, there's a break in, in his house and that's not even what triggers him. He's just like, no. listen, take, take my money, whatever. He takes, some, he takes some good mental notes during it though. Yeah. Well, you take my money, whatever, but it, what it, ultimately what it was like, he was completely prepared to let these people get away because they just weren't worth the trouble you know right right, right. um like he was in control of that situation the entire time yeah but it was but it was the like, fought him. yeah so then but it was the him. stealing it was the stealing his daughter's like bracelet i think yeah. that like said he was like all right that was a step too far Cause, you cause know what he, i mean well, I plus he kind of lost respect from his family for totally. letting that they're go. all like you're a punk bitch yeah uh, but he so in that this wasn't to get his family's respect back necessarily i think that he actually did make the switch unlike some of these other characters that are pretending to have family he like went full on and just was like my life sucks this is just how it's gonna be right like yeah. i'm dedicated mm-hmm. to it so when his daughter loses the thing she's sad he's like all right it's on yeah. you know like for whatever reason and then when he goes looking for it rather innocently people start realizing like there's like a tattoo like when he goes to the tattoo parlor like somebody mm-hmm. sees his tattoo and he's like thanks the guy was like, like yeah. yeah, and then like, he backed so off. Like, that's why I didn't yeah, know yeah. if it was like a military thing or like you know. Well, I think he whatever. was. I think he was like a. He was like a, was like CIA, a CIA operative or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I think but, he just he didn't really say what his thing was. But, but, the, but somebody he just described it. him. Well, he described himself in the movie as just being like, "I'm the one guy you don't want. You yeah. don't want to show up at your door. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that was. Right, yeah. I mean, so they didn't really say, but they basically say that he was like he was he was a government contract killer. He's like for the government. You know, yeah. A well-funded one. Yeah. That. Anyway, I mean, this guy, this I mean, the same guy who played Better Call Saul, though, right? Like, so he's Oh, like, yeah, so, yeah, I got it, I got it, yeah. So and the, this was so interesting for me because it was just such a strange casting choice for this. Like, you know, Keanu Reeves, we've seen him in an action movies for years. So, like, John Wick, you know, John Wick, Point you know Break, I mean? like, he's yeah, been in Yeah, even, like, yeah. Liam Neeson. The we've Matrix. seen him do action movies we've for years. We've seen Liam Neeson. Yeah, yeah, so, but, like... Curl. But, I mean, yeah, you remember, so, Bob Odenkirk, you know, you've seen him in Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, I remember this guy from... Um, Mr. Show from way <laughs> back in the day. Now, if you don't, if you never saw Mr. Show, my God, we need this to. Is kicking we we should actually we should watch it later tonight. We I used to watch you. it when we were kids. I oh think. my God, yeah. So like we were in high Not school kids, when the show was yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, he was on this uh, sketch comedy show with David Cross. And it was just, and it was honestly, it was one of the funniest sketch comedy shows. Like Jack Black was on that show. Oh, right. Sarah Silverman was on that show. She was on a lot of stuff back in the day. Yeah, um, yeah. but it was, it was, an, it was amazing and very, really, really funny. And I, so I've always kind of known this guy as a comedic he, actor. He almost you know I mean? does the same thing that the dad from um, Malcolm in the Middle does. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? Exactly. Like, what yeah, he like does. just yeah. as like you're like, oh, this is a. It was the dude. goofy dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Now he's a drug kingpin. You know? Yeah. What I mean? You're like, what is happening right yeah. now? You know? So I mean, so it was. They really did a good job of like casting a guy who was honestly unassuming. Not gonna lie, I'd watch him in another action movie. I hope they do another one, but I hope they. I don't want they do a sequel to this one because no, no, I feel I mean, like just it was a real oh, action movie in general. I think yeah. you could pull it off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then I also have to say, there's really something to be said for uh, a 90 year old Christopher Lloyd <laughs> shooting uh, shooting up uh, mobsters with a shotgun. Yeah, like, that's you know, pretty, that's cool. pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, they had a couple like he had a couple sidekicks towards the other movie. It's really great. Um, I say go out and watch it. Though. So and yeah, go out and watch it. Like that's if you haven't movie. seen it, once again, this is movie's two years old, but it hits all the boxes. You know, fight for the family, fight for what's right. Uh, the fight scenes yeah. are believable. Like there's, you know, it's not like they're, it's, they're it's, visceral, it's not like it's not like kung fu that's really believable it's not like kung fu but it's like you ever see like somebody in a kung fu movie they take like 12 10 you know they're fine yeah yeah they're fine they just keep going well if you get hit over the head with a bottle in this movie 
it's it hurts and it's gonna do damage to you. You know yeah. what I mean? And they do a good job of portraying that in oh, these yeah. fight he gets, scenes. He gets banged up. He gets banged up real but bad. Sir, everybody gets banged up though. And I mean, there's some there's some beyond over you the know, top moments. Yeah, it, but um, it's it's pretty cool, man. I have to say, I I've watched this movie, I don't know, probably ten times, and uh, you know, it's one of those late night like I'm gonna watch nobody type things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's always good, man. It's always brings a smile to my face. Mm-hmm. It's it's guiltless so yeah no it's it was great anyways yeah man go out if you guys have not seen nobody once again this movie came out two years ago and i really hope it's a string of uh movies for bob odenkirk man yeah not not necessarily not necessarily sequels but just his own but i will say like things like uh and this isn't to knock anybody but things like the expendables where you're like finally like they're just doing the craziest movie ever Mm -hmm. there was a mashup horror movie like that too back in the day but that's beside the point um they put everybody in there and then the movie's just kind of like, eh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's a more entertaining movie than that. I think mm-hmm. for me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. Yep. So like modern yeah. action movies, it's definitely the way to go. But yeah. Yeah. And of course, John Wick's the staple. And of course, mm-hmm. taken was a big thing, you know, John Wick, they've got like four of those now. John so. Wick. They do have four. I saw the fourth one. Uh. All right. So, All right. So I think that, that wraps up Bruce news and reviews for the day. Yeah. Yeah. Good review. Good review, Good Good review man. Good review. Do you want to, what, what's up? What you looking at? No, I'm not looking at anything. Um, you want to move on to the next chapter? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. We got it. Let's do it. All right. Sometimes the world we live in gets a little mysterious, and when that happens, me and Keith are here to kind of break it down, talk about it. Absolutely. So uh, for this segment of Mysterious World this week, we're going to go way, way back in the past. How far? A couple hundred years. Ooh. Uh, some people say as far as like the 15 or 1600s, maybe. Okay, okay. So, um, so this is the story of uh, La Llorona. La Llorona. La Llorona. Um, so, so the story goes, as they say, several hundred years ago in, in this town in Mexico, um, there's a lot of different versions of this story, but, um, there was a woman named Maria. Maria was, uh, from an impoverished family in this little village, village in Mexico. Okay. Um, but despite the fact that her, her family came from poverty and she came from poverty, she was very well known for her beauty. So, uh. As the story goes, one day a wealthy man comes to the village. He sees her. She sees him. Like she's immediately taken with this man's status and his money and everything, and he's immediately taken with her beauty. Um, so uh, they they begin talking and they fall in love. Okay. Now Maria's family, of course, is completely thrilled by by this. Uh, endeavor because like he's he's a wealthy man he can take her he can take her out of the poverty but um the wealthy man's father not as excited like he's he's marrying a woman from lower stature right this is a classic love this, story. this, this is the yeah. classic love story yeah, yeah exactly like uh yeah so but but he was but he was in love and he didn't care so in secret he went and built a house um just outside the village so that the two of them could go and be alone uh, they got married, and she bore him twin sons. Okay. Now, um, 
he travels he travels for work he's a wealthy merchant so he travels for work you know his work takes him out of the home so he goes around but he would always come back to her and bring her gifts from around the world uh as they say so time passes you know when he's he's coming home well he starts coming home uh, less and less frequently now he spends more time out traveling um and then less time coming home. And so okay. as it, the years go on, you know, Maria is aging and he begins to grow more distant and more distant. He's giving her less and less attention. And in fact, when he's coming home now, the only attention he's giving is to the twin sons, the twin boys. Okay. Um, so Maria begins to suspect that her husband's falling out of love with her. Uh-huh. So, um, and years passed and suddenly... The husband uh, just vanishes. Like he, he literally just ghosts out of the marriage. Wow. He, he does. He just doesn't come home. No correspondence. Not nothing. Okay. So she never hears from him. Like for the next few years. So one day, the woman is uh, Maria is out walking with her boys by the river, and alongside the river comes this horse-drawn carriage. In the horse-drawn carriage, who does she see? But. Her husband, or her ex-husband, is the case where, because he just ghosted out of the marriage, basically. She might not even know he's alive. Yeah, well, I mean, at that point. But so she sees him, and he sees her, um, but in the passenger seat is his new wife. Oh. Much younger, much prettier, and from a wealthy family. Basically, like a woman that, a woman that he, his father would have been proud of. This is essentially. a sad story. This is a sad. It's gonna get. It's gonna get so much darker, man. Way for it. We're getting there. Um. So basically, like, dude just hit his midlife crisis and left. Like, okay. oh, okay. Well, I'm wealthy. I'm gonna go get somebody better. And then, yeah. But didn't even like give her the courtesy of telling her like, hey, the marriage is done. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when he sees his ex and his two boys, like, he did talk to the boys. But okay. he didn't talk to her. Like he actually, he pretended like he didn't even like he didn't even acknowledge her presence the whole time. So he rides away, leaving Maria alone in shock and despair. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So as he drives away, she she flies into a rage, like um, just complete rage of um, despair, and she takes takes the boys. And throws them into the river, into the and, and they drown. Whoa! Like immediately. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, it gets. This is nuts. Yeah. So in this rage, like yeah. So she drowns her own sons that she had oh, with this man. man. And this is once again. This, this is, is like all, a Greek tragedy. It's yeah. Or like yeah. Greek, I mean, this but, you is, know, like well, this is those. this is the story of the legend behind La yeah. Llorona. Yeah, yeah. Um. So she's um. So as she watches them drown, she suddenly snaps out of it like she she snaps out of this blind rage that she was in and realizes what she's done and immediately uh, laments and has remorse like oh my gosh i just yeah that was I just, horrible yeah i just drowned i just drowned my two sons um and then in despair once once again now she throws herself into the river Ooh. so yeah and like this her is wild yeah so and so, so her story so she goes and she goes to join them in the in the afterlife. Um, drowns herself in the river, and uh, now, as you know, like so, this story comes comes out of Mexico and Central America, obviously. Now, as you right. know, Mexico is a uh, is a Catholic country, and in the Catholic religion, 
the two worst thing there's two things that you can do that are worse above all else the first of which being murder somebody the second of which and the one that which is probably even worse than that one because there is no repentance for it is committing suicide but basically in the catholic religion the christian religion right. you take yourself out there's there's i mean no you could you yeah. could commit a murder and still oh. repent you know but you can't commit suicide and repent that's, There's no way to do that. It's tough. Yeah. So, um, so obviously, so she she dies and goes to the gates of heaven, and Saint Peter at the gates of heaven. This once again, according to the story, asks her like, "Where are your sons?" And then she has to fess. I mean, of course, he knew the answer to that question. Well, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Loaded question. So Saint Peter. yeah. So he says to them like, "Well, you're not getting in until you can find them." So she Ooh. sends them. She sends the uh, he sends her Sorry, back to back to Earth, which you know one might argue would be her own version of hell to basically wallow in her misery and walk alongside the river. Wait, so he makes her alive again? Not alive, just sends her back to like a a purgatory on Earth, essentially. Okay, where she has to walk alongside the river and is not allowed back into heaven until she finds her two sons again. And so this is what gave way to uh, the legend of La Llorona. Um, you know, the the, Me- uh, the Mexican community, the locals, the legends will tell you, like, she's forced to roam the world crying for her children. And that okay. is what La Llorona translates to is the weeping woman or the wailing one, I think. Oh, okay. Um, so they say to you, like, if she approaches you, she brings you bad luck and misfortune and particularly dangerous to children – as she Ooh. may approach um, approach children and mistake you for if you have a child mistake a child for her children for and hers? then oh. and then fly into a rage when she realizes that it's not their not her not her sons and throw them into the river. Well, you don't want that. No, you don't want that, right? So, so, uh, so La Llorona is really something of a, a local. It's like a ghost story. It's yeah, yeah it's a it's, it's a ghost crazy. story. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a story of the banshee, or maybe like what our version of Bloody Mary might be. Oh wow! Um, as a matter of fact, like children in Mexico will tell stories of summoning her by sitting in a room surrounded by mirrors and lighting a red candle while repeating her name. Like that really does sound kind of like like our American version of like Bloody Mary, though, right? Yeah, I, I'm not even sure where that originates from either the bloody mary thing yeah well maybe we can do an episode on we can talk about that for an episode um but the funny thing about la llorona is you can actually take this story back further um okay because i'm I'm gonna get to like a couple of people have said um that there's uh there there's there's been some supposed sightings of la llorona and we'll, we'll get to that here in a few minutes but um there's some strange similarities between La Llorona and Aztec mythology. Um, okay. So there's the uh, the Aztec goddess of motherhood and childbirth. If I'm, I'm going to try to pronounce her name, it's really hard to pronounce. Siwakuatl. Siwakuatl. All right. Uh, so this is the Aztec goddess of motherhood and childbirth. Uh, also, much like Maria from the story, was said to be known for her beauty. And uh, was also believed by the by the Aztecs to be the first woman of Mexico. So kind of like their version of Eve or Pandora, as it were. Um, she had a son who was the storm god, whose like like name I'm, I'm not going to try to pronounce. Um, and she abandoned her son and left him at a crossroad, and she returned. 
after some time, like regretting having abandoned her son, returned to come back for him. But he was gone, and only a sacrificial dagger was left in his place, according to the Aztec legend. Um, and she cried so many tears that they filled the lakes of Mexico. So that was their that was like their origin story for like all of the lakes of Mexico were from her tears. Okay. Um, now she would now she would leave the area um, eternally regretful and then haunt the waters of Mexico looking for her sons. Now this is this is the so, Aztec. So different. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's different, but it, but yeah. you can see where it kind of came from, and it really oh, kind of yeah, comes across yeah. like. Uh, a cautionary tale, like something that uh, parents will tell their children, like, don't you go hanging out by the rivers without us. Right. You know, you might run into, you might run into La Llorona. Um, but the funny thing about this is you can actually trace this back even further to Greek mythology, strangely enough. Now, this huh. is, it has a little bit less, but it's it, it's kind of an interesting story. So we go back to Greek mythology, right? And you know, there's the stories of uh, Zeus and Hera mm-hmm. and Zeus's infidelity. Always, it always, it, it always comes back to Zeus's infidelity, right? Like that's most Greek mythology stories come back to, hey, so Zeus saw a mortal one day and right. dot, dot, dot. Um, Hera discovered Zeus's affair with a woman named Lamia. And she killed Lamia's children and turned Lamia into a monster. And then saddened and embittered, Lamia began killing other children out of hatred and spite. So it's kind of, I mean, you're, you're moving a little bit further there, but you can see like how these stories kind of progress over there's, the years. They're similar. Yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. So all of that, I mean, it really does sound kind of like an urban myth, maybe, which, which maybe. it is, but... I got some stories of some sightings here for La Llorona. Okay. Uh, this one, uh, first one happened in spring, uh, eyewitness accounts of spring of 1954. There was a young woman traveling from uh, Las Vegas to Pueblo, Colorado. So this actually happened in, you know, southwestern United States. Okay. With her husband, brother-in-law, and cousins. So there's a family there. They were a group of uh, migrant workers, essentially. They were, they were going around looking for work. They were heading north to find work in the fields and uh, in orchards. Um her family traveled from place to place uh, for just basically for any work that could be found. Okay. Um, and so for this this place that they found, they had small dwellings that were provided for the workers, you know, often shared with other families. It was basically just shared living quarters. Um, and the woman uh, named Joanne recalled what happened, and she said uh, she, told, she told everybody, like, just after midnight, they heard a loud moaning uh, coming from the nearby river outside of the houses. Okay. Um, the sound and the, it was getting uh, either closer or louder, and they weren't sure which. Uh, so frightened, the, like the families in the house came pouring out, um, wondering what the noise might be. And then finally, uh, some of the men got into their cars and their trucks to drive out to the river and investigate. Now they used the headlights of the cars and large flashlights to investigate to see what was going. Yeah, on. to see what was going okay. on because yes, um, yeah, you know, to maybe kind of light up the area a little bit. And uh, they they were trying to figure out like what where the moaning was coming from. Now, when they closed it on the sound, the wailing moved to the opposite side of the river. Now, back across the river, uh, this little caravan went following the wailing, and then, as before, 
the sounds switched to the other side. So they basically went to one side and went to the other, and then vice versa. So it was almost like there's something was toying with them as they were moving from side to side. So this went on about four times until they finally just decided to to give up because it was just this disembodied wail. Um, Just then, as they were deciding to give up, the moaning just stopped. And everything was just eerily quiet at the river. There was nothing there. So everybody goes back into the living quarters. um, And they began talking at once. Um, But there's actually a nearby cemetery to this house. And there was like a strange noise that happened that sounded like millions of bees buzzing. So it was just like this overpowering buzz. Like a swarm of insects. And it reached like a deafening pitch and then stopped. So this was like the story of uh, La Llorona in 1954. So this apparently happened. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a, there were there's a lot more of them. I only went with like two stories, um, just because like we we could be here all day talking about this. Uh, there was a, there was a 1930s setting, early 1930s on a late afternoon in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So once again, uh, once again, this is in the United States. A man named Patricio Lujan uh, sat with his family in his home. Um, They were gathering around, talking, laughing about the events of the day, as families often do. Everything became quiet, and they noticed a strange woman outside the window, not too far from the house. Now, she really fit the description of La Llorona, according to the family. Uh, She was tall, thin, dressed in white, and the group watched as she seemed to kind of... glide above the ground basically uh like you know like she was she was moving but the legs weren't moving okay you know, yeah, like yeah, one, yeah. one of those like yeah. floating yeah, yeah. specter okay and they uh and she crossed a nearby ravine onto a road and they didn't recognize her from the area but there was definitely something like really unsettling like about this figure so like all the family said uh the group watched her as um as she got to a place where she had to cross the river, as once again, there's a river nearby, as there often is with La Llorona. Um, and she seemed to just go, just float across the river, Jesus style, just right over the river. Yep. Um, they, they said, and I quote, she just seemed to glide as if having no legs, Patricio recalled later. Um, and when the woman reached the top of the hill, she just suddenly disappeared, vanished into thin air at a distance of about 500 yards, disappeared mm. for the last times. So, yeah. Um, wow. They, and, and when they went up there to investigate later, they found no footprints. Well, so, if she was floating. That yeah, well, sense. I mean, that would make sense, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot of stories uh, in media about La Llorona. Um, really? The con- well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really, I mean, we don't, we don't, we haven't really heard of it much here, but it's extremely popular in Mexico. I think it's, I really think it's like, it's their version of Bloody Mary. Like every kid here knows about Bloody Mary. You know, La Llorona is kind of, I think, like the Mexican version of that. Um, the Conjuring, if you know the Conjuring movies, the movie, yeah, one of them, it. one of the Conjuring, I said there's a couple of them. Yeah, one of them, yeah. one of them I is about a- La Llorona is 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 like one of the focus of one okay. of those. Uh, there's a Mexican film in 1933 called uh, La Llorona. So they've had uh, films made about there. I think there was one in um, 1963 called The Curse of La Llorona. 2013's Mama. From uh, Guillermo del Toro did this one. Yeah, Guillermo's. A, and yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah. He's a big. Uh, he does like a lot of horror movies, I believe. Yeah, right? no, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's definitely his thing. 
Um, and then, of course, the TV series uh, Supernatural, which we all, okay. which is extremely popular. The very first episode, I, I didn't watch that. show. I didn't watch life. it either, but I, but I was kind of. I thought this was kind of funny. The very first episode of Supernatural, the pilot episode, Rayarona, first one. Cool. So, and then also is kind of like a footnote. Um, she appears as a character and a very Disneyfied character in Disney's Coco, which okay. is all about the Mexican afterlife and the yeah. Day of the Dead and everything. Yeah, that's interesting. So, um, yeah, man, that's that's the tale of La La, La, La I'm sorry, La Llorona. There's there's okay. two L's. So, like me reading it, I want to say La. But of course, two L's in in Spanish is makes the yeah sound. So um, yeah, man. So that is uh, that's that's La Llorona, and it's uh, it's really fascinating, man. Um, Pretty yeah, interesting. Yeah, uh, Miss Courtney wanted me to uh, talk about La Llorona for a little bit today, so I uh, I'm, I did a deep dive into it, and I'm really glad I did because it was uh, it's a fascinating piece of uh, Mexican culture, man. I love to learn stuff. Yeah, I I, I honestly I didn't know this by name. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm aware of the Conjuring movies and stuff, but yeah, not necessarily. I didn't watch any of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a, you know, it's a journey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if there's something that uh, you want us to talk about, all you really got to do is just send us a uh, email at zumundo at outlook.com and uh, we'll be happy to talk yeah, about whatever yeah. it is Get you want to talk uh, about on the air. Maybe you got a question for Uncle Chuck. I'll, I'll have Ch- Uncle Chuck back in. Now, Keith is going to be um, stepping out. He's doing some uh, he's doing some traveling, traveling. next week, uh, going up to see his family out of state and everything. So I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be holding it down next week and i'll uh, i'll crank an episode out and we'll we'll get comic man in here we'll get uncle chuck it'll be all all the all the good stuff and then we'll have uh keith back here in a couple of weeks as we head to dragon con man yeah I'm that's gonna be our next super, uh big show I think. oh dude it's gonna be awesome i can't wait that's gonna be pretty cool man i'm excited <laughs> i i can't wait to show everybody the costumes that i see uh, it's gonna be a good time yeah well, you, yeah. What's up? No, no. I'll man. ask you later. No. Okay. Yeah. Well, for Zumundo, thanks for joining us. I'm Doolin. and I'm Keith. Have a Zumundus week, everybody. Yeah. Have, have a good fun. night. We'll see you next time. Hey, quick question. Yeah. Do you think La Llorona and Bloody Mary like hang out? I don't. I don't know if the afterlife works that way. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, you think they kind of know some of the same people? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't maybe, know. maybe I don't know. It, it was, it was a thought. That's but interesting. If there's like, I wonder if there's like a, a ghost party or something where they're like they, they all know each other. Monster. What do they talk about there? Is it like the monster mash or something?